All right. Hello to no one. Oh, no, I know. It's just the two of us. Uh, it's kind of like a late night slumber party. It is a little bit. Isn't it nice? Like when we live together I know. and we would talk till like two, three, four in the morning. It's like I'm Brittany and you're Tanache. <laughs> you know, slumber party. You remember that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Why can't I be Brittany? I mean, like, no shade to Tanache, but right. like, well, Brittany has a little more money. Yeah. Yeah. You said it. <laughs> I'm just saying you're the one that suggested. I th- that was not you're the, the one re- that designated. That the roles. was not the reasoning. But I just you know if you're gonna cast one of the two people as Brittany, Brittany you I'm, are older. I'll fine. If there older, we go. If we're taking older and has more money, I will pick. Her. I mean that's also that's also true. <laughs> that Palmer has the job with the benefits. We love that. And we love what? benefits. One day I know that two gay mats is going to be our only job, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss the benefits so <laughs> much. <laughs> This is all very much in the worrying about things in the future and also sure. like, you know, but, first world problems. But like who needs healthcare when you have an empire? You I know, know, but I feel like there's going to be a moment between when we have enough money to live on and an empire. That's going to be a little like, well, how much is this to get done to me, doctor? Uh, <laughs> you know, Guys, influencer problems. You I know? know, it's so hard being an influencer. <laughs> when influencers first and foremost, music, movies, never heard of them. Right. We know about influencing. Influencing. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to another Two Gay Matt's the podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And normally we do these things live with yes. a bunch of people popping up, chatting with us, and normally everything. We're we on here for two hours, but not this week. It's nope. a special week because Matt Palmer yes. is traveling. I am traveling. I t- we're recording this on Friday night at 10:30 p.m., which adds to the slumber party feel yeah. of this recording. And uh, since I am going to be leaving on Saturday morning at 9:45, flying back to Atlanta to be my nephew, little Matthew. And then on Wednesday, going to New York to visit uh, my friends, Rowan uh, Mel- Melanie, who are getting married. And uh, so since that's happening, we won't be able to record this live on Sunday. So if you're hearing this in your ears on Monday and some giant news happened over the weekend, we don't know a thing about it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's so funny when we do a podcast like, and it's been like less than a week. We're just right. like, oh, nothing's happened. It's only been a couple days. I know. Here it's been almost a week <laughs> since last Sunday. Like right. It's been five whole days. But babe. Nothing Nothing's happened. happening. I mean, you know, everything. Watch like everything happen tomorrow on Saturday when you're up there in the sky. And flying. you know, if that happens, then good for all the girls, all the gays with podcasts who have the ability to record later in the weekend. We can take a weekend off, okay? And we're not even taking it off. We're not even skipping a podcast like a lot of people would do. We're just pre-recording. Yeah, and you, you know, know? We can, if something exciting happens on Saturday, then we can talk about it like the following oh, podcast, right. the following Sunday. I, I worried you were going to say, "Oh, we'll just have an emergency podcast." X Y Z. Like, babe, this microphone is staying in this room. Girl, I am tired. This whole week I've been waking up and I have this like pain in my shoulder. What is that? I don't know. It's oldness. That's I mean, what it is. Speaking of oldness and sleep problems, I think this was, I was talking about how I wasn't sleeping great mm-hmm. last week and that happened again this week. Jackson came back from Greece and so he's been off on his sleep schedule because of course Greece is a very different time zone than Los Angeles and I have been waking up very early and not being able to go back to sleep and then trying not to nap during the day so that my next sleep is good. And last night's sleep was good, mm. but this feels like it's just the elderly problems have really hit us this week, and I don't like that. I My sleep is always great. I am yes. a master sleeper. Like I, I can that. sleep through anything. It's just I wake up and I'm just like, oh, that little muscle pain is still there. I just think if you were a dancer, you'd have to retire. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> you know, like I feel I feel like we talk about this a lot, but I feel for people with jobs like that that are so physical and like it's like, OK, now they're 35. Time to put them out to pasture. It's like shit. I know. If you're like a real athlete or like a dancer or something that's like even I mean, not for everybody, but even vocalists, it's like there comes sure. an age where it's like you just can't, your body's not reacting to you the way that it used to. And it has to be such a mind fuck. You know what I mean? This is devastating. I'm, <laughs> going to start making sure that this is the most depressing podcast we can because we don't have to like entertain people on the internet right now i know we, we can, can be miserable be as miserable as we are naturally guys this I is love a, that the edited us. podcast is a very different show than the live podcast this, the live podcast sadder. we're just like oh my god we're so happy to be well we are because like there's positive energy coming from yes. us here we just have each other <laughs> and all we have is the the misery to share amongst just, ourselves just the misery <laughs> the misery business of the two game ads. oh thank you Haley williams for that one matt Steele. yeah how was your week my week was good, yeah. you know, busy still doing like the sound mixing for post-production for mm -hmm. the project that I'm working on. Yes. Uh, also, yesterday. <gasps> what? <gasps> what? <gasps> what? I did something that I have not done in over a decade. What is that? I went into a body of water. <laughs> you wait. Is this including pools? Have you not been in a pool? I have not been in, in a pool. Decade. You know me. Like I, when we I go know. to the Palm Springs, I put my feet in. I'm I, like, mm. I know you don't, but I guess a decade just feels so long. Yeah. Like when was what was the last experience prior to uh, Palm this Springs weekend? 2013? I went with uh, my friends Fernando, Luis, and Matt Bridges. Have I ever last... been with you when you've gotten into a body in a of pool? Water? I don't think so. Wow, what a yeah. world! Um, I was in the ocean in 2014, like up to my waist, yeah. which I which is a different type of body of water. And I also decided then, like, I will never do this again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I famously like do not like like. I, I don't enjoy like and, bodies of water, like 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 baths and pools right. and hot tubs and everything. And like when there's a situation where there is maybe one, I always bring a bathing suit just in case. But yeah. then I usually get there and I'm just like, I don't need this. You're like, Still no. I like it's fun. like I I I I don't necessarily like the feeling. Right. I also like I go in and it's like I know I'll be in there for like 20 minutes and like I have to redo the hair. I have right. to like, get back in the shower. Blah blah. blah. Like it's a whole ordeal. Right. I don't want to mess my hair up if it's in the middle of the day. And just to clarify, this is not like the moon. Like this isn't a fear. It's no. just like a discomfort. Oh yeah, a discomfort. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which just, by the way, Matt Steele is scared of the moon. Just it, so it, listen, <laughs> outer just space so is scary. Um, uh, so it's it's not even like a discomfort of being in. In a pool, it's kind of just like, oh, this isn't really worth it I get to that. me. I get that. Um, but yesterday, I uh, my friend Aaron is dog sitting okay. at, for this house, and so him, my friend Raul, Travis came, oh, and Travis. Um, the other friend Gabe came, and we like hung out, and there was a hot tub, and yeah. I was like, I'm gonna go in this. Wow! And so I spent days preparing for this. I was like, okay, <laughs> I have to like emotionally prepare myself How? for like being in this body of water. I didn't realize one had to do that. Well, also like I'm like weird because it's like you're like stewing and like body dirt and stuff like that okay. like other people's stuff it's yeah like, but whatever i did it because it's like you know what? i haven't done this in a while i'm gonna do this look at you i know and so um so i was like prepping for days like emotionally being like i'm getting ready for this i, Got, I, brought, two, I brought two bathing suits just like <laughs> just for an emergency because i was like maybe travis will forget his i don't know and um so we get in there and we're in there for like Half an hour. And they're like, okay, well, like, let's get out and everything. I'm like, this is all we're doing? Half a fucking hour? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was fine. Okay. I don't ever need to go in a hot tub again. <laughs> but like, it was kind of just like, I spent all this time preparing my body for this. But it's a hot tub. People don't generally stay in hot tubs for like hours and hours on end. Which is why I don't feel like it's worth it. Because oh. it's like my hair immediately. I put, I dipped a toe in and the hair just went. Whoosh. I guess that's also a question. Because in a hot tub, you're not 
full, you're not dunking under. You're not no. putting your head under the water. Yeah. You're just sweating. And so that is what's making it's the hair. It's the steam that's there. Um, and also like naturally, like I, my hands, blah, blah, blah. And like, I will like touch my face oh, and it yes. gets the hair. I mean, and also like people, like they touch their phone out of the hot tub with wet hands. I don't get this culture <laughs> at all. It really like upsets me. Um, but anyway, it, it was fine. Okay. I survived. I, maybe I'll do it again at some point 10 years from exactly. now. Exactly. We'll see you in 10 years. I'll see, you'll see me in 10 years in another hot tub or some sort of situation. Yeah. So I can't believe I just talked about for like 15 minutes. About- Honestly, there's no news. So any sort of <laughs> offshoot tangent that comes to mind, and I don't say this often, that's not Big Brother related, is welcome. <laughs> okay. Great. All right. Great. Well, we'll we're going to be talking about Big Brother later on today. So I believe that. that. I believe that. Yeah. And Matt Palmer, how was your week? What did you do besides pack? Besides pack, because yes, I am leaving, which I've packed. I've packed. I oh, need to look done? at I'm, I don't know if I'm oh, wait, done. We're going to have to convince ourselves. Right. Once done. we're done with the podcast, I'm going to do a, another poke around. And also, I always hate packing at night before you go somewhere because it's like, well, I cannot pack my toiletries, Annoying. obviously, because I have to brush and floss and do all of my moisturizers and creams. Sure. And thus, I, I, it's not like I'm fully packed. I don't feel fully, fully packed until that dop kit is in yeah. the bag. The you know suitcase is like half open exactly. and everything. And it just makes me feel all over the place. Yeah. So uh, besides packing, I, kind, I went into some bodies of water myself. I actually... Uh, took because I felt like I I talked on the podcast recently how I tried a bath mm-hmm. and I thought I felt like it was too hot and mm. so I tried two baths this week I tried one on Tuesday because I was thinking well no I tried one excuse me on Monday because I was like Jackson's coming back on Tuesday so this will be my last time if I want to try and luxuriate and it is mostly good except I felt like this the stopper that I have for my bath isn't great so it kind of was leaking out the whole time as I was running the water to like fill it back up and I was you know of course watching a TV show that I'll talk about later it's an old school one that I've been getting back into because you know I love things from the past and uh, so I did it once and it was fun but then I tried it again and it was okay but just the leakage of the toilet has been or the toilet, of the, <laughs> you were taking the a tub. bath in the toilet I'm just Great. so small um, <laughs> no I'm in the tub it's just a little bit of a hindrance to having like the ideal because I have a dream you know I have a dream of like a, a bath that's not even connected to a shower that's like above the ground it's like a clawfoot bath and like mm. just it's, it, there would never be a leakage in my dream bath and mm-hmm. so if I am to make my bath currently my dream bath or get as close to that as I can I need to make sure to never get leakage so I've ordered a new stopper for the top good uh, and so and I that came in the mail I haven't been able to try it again but long story short I tried it on Monday thinking this is my last night I'll be able to do this two people can't fit in that little tub so I'm gonna do it alone and uh, when Jax comes back there won't be any more tubbing because I you know he'll be like why can't we do it together I'm like well there's not enough room <laughs> so but then his flight got delayed oh. so he was supposed to come back Tuesday and he actually got stuck in Istanbul you know because he missed his connection flight because the first flight was delayed. They, oh, God. They luckily put him up in a hotel, so it was fine. But it's just like, do you really want an extra travel day before you fly 14 hours oh back God. to L.A.? No. So I was like, well, if Jack is not coming home tonight, I might as well get in the top again. <laughs> and so I did it again. It did well. I'm just going to make sure. I think this new um, tub stopper that I got is really going to change everything for me so next time I hope maybe not the following not the next time we record but hopefully in two weeks I'll be able to give you a true update about the tub 
Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm really excited. This is a week of us both like stewing in our own filth. Look, I don't feel like that in a tub. In a Ooh, tub. I do. I don't. I feel like, you know, I have my loofah. I'm, I'm just washing. I'm yeah, scrubbing. But then it goes into the water that you're still sitting yes, in. Yes, but then I get out. I wash it off. I dry off. Everything's fine. Sure. And I get this is the stress of you're like, oh, I was watching my iPad or whatever in the tub. Right. It's like, weren't you touching that with wet hands? Well, it, it upsets me. I did the iPad better the second go around because I pressed play and then got into the tub. So my hand was dry when I touched. Oh. Oh, strategy. I had a very good strategy yeah. about the iPad. And so that was very nice. I'm trying to think of anything else I did. Well, Jackson came back and we finished uh, Only Murders in the Building. Uh, mm-hmm. We watched the end of that and it is very good. I might have fallen asleep a little bit during the last episode, which I guess is not the one you want to fall asleep during like a, you know, a murder mystery television show. But I got the gist. I'm going to watch the last episode again on the plane just to make sure I got everything. But man, Meryl Streep, did, I mean, obviously she's Meryl Streep, but she did a great job. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Guys, newsflash. Meryl Streep did a great job acting. She's a great actress. Who, Who knew? knew? <laughs> Who knew? It just really, yes, it really tickled me watching it and um, I'm trying to think of anything else. And then today we went over and celebrated Jackson's sister's birthday. It was a little late, but we went to his parents' house and they got into the pool and you'll be, I pulled him out steel and I was like, I am filming a podcast right after this. I don't, and think for me, it's not, obviously it's not hair, but it's like, the chlorine feeling mm. on my skin. Mm-hmm. There is nothing mm-hmm. worse as a person who takes pride in how moisturized he is mm-hmm. on the day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute. I cannot be walking around feeling like chlorine is sucking my life force away. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I put my feet in the hot tub and okay. like sat on the side and was like, oh, yeah, you guys have fun. But I was just like, I, I'm not, I'm not. Getting fully, you have to show today. the face to the people. Exactly, like, look at this. And so, if I have to show the face to the people, I want it to not be covered in chlorine. Yeah, and you've already been pruny enough all week from sitting in water, <laughs> and so I, you're just like, no, I, any more prune, I will split in the two. Thing is, the, the the tub was leaking so fast, I didn't even get pruning. <laughs> Wow. It really was not long enough for me to get pruny. So, yeah, so I guess the, oh, there was no weekend to be had because I not have, have not traveled just yet. So that was kind of all I did this week. What a thrilling week for, I the, know. for both of us, guys. It's a lot of tubs. Well, thank you for tuning in to Two Gay Mads. <laughs> this is the re- end of the podcast. so glad you enjoyed our tub and uh, hot uh, hot water updates. Everyone listening to this is just like, what the what? fuck? But guys, sweeties, we'll go into the news for idiots and you'll see why we did that because there's literally nothing to talk about. <laughs> the most important thing that happened kind of happened last week. Beyonce dropped the trailer for the Renaissance film. Uh, it is coming out on November 30th. Matt Steele and I will be seeing it together. I got us tickets to go with our friends Janie and obviously Jackson and we're going to be going the night of the 30th and I cannot wait to see what this turns out to be. The trailer makes it look like it is a a pretty straightforward concert film. There were still rumblings on Variety saying that somehow the visuals would be included, mm. but the trailer is kind of just background footage and concert film footage, which if it's that, I'm thrilled about it, Yeah, but I do want the visuals at some point. I, I, I it's kind of, it's such a tease to be like, hey, visuals will be released and then you don't put any of the fucking visuals I in know, the trailer. I know. Like, how dare you? I but I love you. Do you think... There are going to be visuals that we're going to see in this film that are not just the interstitials that are shown at the concert. Oh, God, I'd be... Because those are absolutely from the visuals. I have no doubt. Sure, of course. But that's not what they mean, right? What if like they're not? What if the visuals are a completely new thing? That would be great. That would be oh, that, that would, would be, be unbelievable. But it would make me think. Oh, you filmed two sets of visuals. Would be which would be wild. I just I am praying that there will be more than just the concert film. But again, being able to relive this concert in a movie theater with a bunch of people who love Beyonce, it's going to be wonderful. And we're gonna yeah. you know talk about it on here when it happens. Yeah. Regardless, I, it'll be fun. Ex- regardless, absolutely. it'll be great. We're gonna have a great time. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, do you see that the Drew Barrymore show writers have declined to return to the yeah. Drew Barrymore show? So this is, uh, the show is coming back on October 16th, but the show's three WGA writers, Chelsea White, Christina Keenan, and Liz Coe, have turned down an offer to return with it. It's essentially... If Drew just had waited a week or literally two, a week, none literally of this would have happened. I know. Like I feel like there is probably a world in which those writers did go back to work, and no one would have judged them harshly. Getting a TV writing job is not an easy feat. Yeah. So if they were to go back and be like, "Yes, get your money and do what you want to do," but like the fact that they have decided to take the high ground and be like, "You prove to us that you do not value the work that we do, and so we won't be returning." Like it kind of makes Drew Barrymore's hands even dirtier. Even though when this was initially happening, I felt like she was getting maybe undue pushback because other t- TV shows and talk shows were airing or planning to come back. Mm-hmm. But this is just kind of doubling down on that. I, like she, it's, she's kind of the scapegoat, but she also was very wrong. Yeah, that the everything that's happening very much makes her sort of like the poster yes. of like scabbing, know. you know, essentially. <laughs> and it's just like, that's unfortunate because like Drew Barrymore, you can tell is like a lovely individual right. and everything. And so, but I mean, it's what happens. And I mean, she said she takes full responsibility for it. Yeah. And so, you know, she, she's, she's doing what she can. I have she's, no doubt she'll be able to get three other great writers. Absolutely. Um, but I, and it's amazing that like the three writers were able to like unify and be like, no, we are going out together. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm sure when, she announced that the show was coming back without them. They probably mm. had a lot of intense iMessage discussions yes, about what to that do here. Text thread oh, was I would love to see that. They I'm should sure. just print that. Tell us to buy that and we fucking will. Oh my I God. Would. It would win like the Nobel Peace Prize Absolutely. for literature. <laughs> Absolutely it like, would. I feel like we need Pulitzers for this and I'm ready for it. Yeah, that's so. the that's the writing I want to see. Hello? Like that is a book to publish. I would read that. As soon as possible. So, ladies, get on it. Um, Did you see the U.S. House of Representatives? They've removed Kevin McCarthy as the speaker in a historic vote. This is the first time this has happened. Ooh, sucks. (laughs) Well, what you gonna do? I mean, he did it to himself. So, uh... it just is wild to see the Republican Party in disarray on such a large scale. Mm. And it's like, we always, you know, knew y'all were clowns. (laughs) But to see y'all really fully diving into the clown show of it all is a shock. Yeah, and it's I mean like, I mean because he when he was was elected house speaker I think after like 15 rounds of yes, voting which was another yes, historic thing. Yes. Uh he gave away so much. Like one of his bargaining things was like if literally one of you wants to oust me, we can put it to a vote. Like if you vote for me for house speaker, like I will agree to this and so yeah. everyone was he went into it like with everyone expecting this to happen at yes, some point. Yes. Um, and so because, um, he totally like lied about like what he had promised, like the Democrats and everything, the Democrats were like, well, we're not going to back, we're not going to like back you and roll. If people want to put forth a vote to get you out, we'll vote to get you out. I know. You know, it's just like, yeah, but it's like at that point, did you really think that you were going to get the Democrats back on your side after all of the lying and scheming? It's just like. Come on, dude. It's yeah. just embarrassing. And just like the support of like the insurrection and like defending Donald Trump and uh, and all that. Like just where what did you expect to, right. to happen, Kevin McCarthy? Right. 
So um, the House will now need to elect a new speaker, but there's no clear alternative who would uh, have the support needed to win the gavel. Kevin McCarthy says he will not run for speaker again. Like, bitch, I bet you're not. <laughs> but there's no clear successor. It's like yeah. succession all over again. <laughs> I know because like the Republicans are all disagreeing over like who should be the right. speaker, whereas the Democrats are very much just like, we're voting for Hakeem Jeffries. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's where my vote's going, as yeah. it should, because Hakeem Jeffries fucking rules. Amazing. He's so awesome. And so they're just going to be like, no, this is our vote. Y'all figure it out amongst yourselves because you're the majority if by you, a slim margin. If you were a like Republican who was like level headed enough, at least as to not vote for Trump, would you not be so fucking embarrassed? I know. Yeah, like, I know. Like because there are like many people in there who are who like are level headed enough, right? And. And, and they're just like, guys, you're making our party look like a bunch of fools. You, like, you, you get really it together. Are. They really must get it together. And it's sad. Did you get that big uh, emergency test, that national emergency test that went off across the United States? I was in the shower. Oh, were you? I yeah. was in the bathroom. Oh, my God. It pruning was ourselves up. Absolutely. We love getting pruny, as you know. And uh, I was happy to be away from the phone because it was like, oh, everyone's like, oh, my God, I had my AirPods in and like it blew my ears out. And so I was like, oh, my ears are great. <laughs> I was in the other room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we, I get the emergency tests like every once in a while, but like, this is the one where it was like a fully like universal experience. Yes, it was right? like a national test, and yeah. so it's it nice was... that like the country can be unified. Sometimes I we, also, we I, all get an emergency uh, test signal. I also wanted to say, I believe it was. Oh, I, this could be wrong. A group of people like the Amish, maybe not the Amish, were ousted from their Amish group because the it went off, and they were said to have not had cell phones. And so. <laughs> I w- wish I could find the exact uh, article. They I had just like about. secret. They had secret, secret cell, phones. cell phones, like some sort of like Mennonite like right community or Commun- something. Yes, it's probably wow. the, those Plathville kids. Oh <laughs> you my know? god, the women and, and women talking. Exactly, were, were just, they were back they there, were beeping and, and buzzing. They were beeping and buzzing. They had to get kicked out. So I wish I, it may. If it wasn't the Amish, I apologize to all our Amish listeners. But whoever it was, I feel bad for the people that were kicked out. And if you want. You know, a place to, to discuss your story. Two gay mats is here to listen. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Us an email to email my heart. Stay <laughs> tuned for that. Uh, so on October 3rd, I feel like every year Mean Girls has to do something. Yeah. And uh, this year, Paramount has released Mean Girls in full for free on TikTok in like 23 different um, steps. Wow. Which is wild. Uh, but a choice, you know, that's great. Um, and then also, I believe the musical announced the release date in theaters. It's January sometime, right? Yeah. Well, that's coming up. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Yeah, I, we both enjoy Mean Girls. Yes. The, and the I, musical and I obviously felt, the movie's iconic. But. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of negative tweets and things about the musical. And while I obviously am team Legally Blonde, like Legally Blonde should oh, Well, be, I mean, there's a hierarchy. <laughs> there <laughs> like, absolutely is a hierarchy. Like Legally Blonde is a perfect musical and comedy. And the fact that Reese Witherspoon makes so much fucking shit and she has not greenlit a uh, Legally Blonde the musical movie sickens me. It does. Okay. But... The Mean Girls musical works. Like, it's good. It's, yeah. It is more good than bad. There are lots of good songs. And it's still very funny. And I feel like I'm seeing a lot of anti-Mean Girls, the musical tweets yeah, these there's days. Yeah, a, there's a like little bit of people in like musical theater Twitter who really, really dislike Mean Girls, and the I, musical. And I've never seen the stage show. So for all I know, like, the book is a mess. But, like, it's written by Tina Fey. So, like, how bad could it be, it's guys? It's not bad. Um, uh, so I imagine the book is good. And I think, like, so much of the scores is really good. I mean, right. the Revenge Party is a classic. Oh. I love stupid with love like I, I think the score has a lot of really great gems in yes it, so I think the score is great and I don't know why people like I'm seeing tweets like I can't wait till people see this movie and like admit that mu- like understand why I think musicals are lame and it's like 
they, there are much worse musicals than oh, Mean Girls. Like, absolutely. Please leave yeah. Mean Girls alone. Um, but yes, Legally Blonde. You're next. Who could be like in the cast of the movie musical of Legally, Legally Blonde? Blonde? Like, yeah, who is Jordan Fisher as Emmett? Yes, he'd yeah, be great. He'd yeah. be great. Um, I always felt like Emmett should be black. <laughs> okay. And listening to the musical, and okay. so yeah, Jordan Fisher as Emmett works. All right, me. you know, I felt like he was like a scrappy upstart person. Yes, Legally Blonde. I, Let's I, go. <laughs> you know, I always am watching these things. Like, okay, who could be black in this cast? <laughs> And, and it makes, I feel like, the most sense of a lot of the, like, lot big white musicals of, okay. you know, I, our I mean, youth. I feel like a lot of the characters, in, literally, like, any of the characters in Legally Blonde could be black. Yeah, but, so like, I mean, like, Elle has to be blonde, but, like... Hey, Beyonce's blonde. That's true. <laughs> Get Beyonce to be so, Elle in the movie. guys, yeah, I, 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 like, literally, it could be a whole black cast. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Wait, that should be the movie. Oh, my God, like, the, the whiz, like, the, whiz, the whizification of Legally Blonde. Yes, but I want us to keep the music. Okay, okay. <laughs> same, same music. Same music. Same music. They could do what they did with Guys and Dolls in, like, mm. 1976. They had an all-black cast on Broadway, and they made the music music a little okay don't do that a little something. <laughs> if i hear a fucking 808 in the back of, <laughs> of a fucking legally blonde listen that 1976 uh broadway revival cast recording of guys and dolls with the all black cast goes off i mean it I'm is sh- fucking great i don't doubt it but i don't it's like when you hear there sometimes when i even when i would watch as much as we love the brandy cinderella <laughs> the drum machine in my own, my own little, little corner, corner. <laughs> i'm like Guys. And it's something that like I never noticed until either. we watched it together. And, and I was like, like wait, wait, is there like a produced band? And I was like, wait a minute, this is kind of iconic. It's too much. It's yeah. like, don't, don't do too much. But yes, I would like an all black legally blonde. Like, I hope Brandy, someone... Brandy was like, hey, I need a beat. Hey, I need a beat. Brandy can do, and Brandy did a great job. I have no notes, but I just it, I did notice it. It's just and funny. It's just it's funny. just like, oh wow, they did this. Yes. Whereas like impossible, like Whitney was just like, I don't need a beat. No. Well, all we need is a great song. And great vocalist, and we need Brandy we to go up that octave. Why are you Why down are there? You down there. Um, do you see the Priscilla trailer? Yes. What did you it think looks of it? So fucking I thought good. it was good too, but I oh. couldn't tell because you know, you know, I don't watch a lot of these films. But I was like, I'm more interested in this than the Elvis movie. <laughs> I mean, they're just different moments. Okay. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Do you think that the um, the tall guy from uh, Euphoria did a good Elvis? Jacob Elordi, job? sure. Yeah. Yeah. He looks great. He's he looks very great. talented. Yes. So uh, I am down to see this movie. I'm and excited. I'm so excited for oh, what the fuck's the movie that's coming out with uh, directed by Emerald Fennell. Uh, that he's in with Barry Keoghan this year. You know oh, I I'm forgot what it's called. That. I forget what it's called. It's coming out in like literally a week. It mm. looks so fucking good. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Fellow Travelers trailer has also come out. I meant to watch it because, you know, gay. Uh, but What's I have not Fellow yet. Travelers? Fellow Travelers is the Matt Bomer and Jonathan Bailey period piece okay. movie. Okay. And it's going to be making its coming. streaming debut on Paramount Plus uh, with Showtime. Plan- oh, does that mean Showtime? On October 29th. Um, Oh, it's a series. Excuse me. I thought this was a movie. Oh. Uh, the series. So then you can't. I don't think you say <laughs> that. that I can't if, participate. I, I can't I'm watch so that. Sorry. I don't do series. Stars Matt Bomer and Jonathan Bailey. It'll be chron- chronicling the clandestine romance of two very different men who meet in McCarthy era Washington. Okay. All right. And so, hey, there's a gif of them being gay together. Hot. Look Petty. at that. They're in bed yes. with uh, Matt Bomer wrapped around Jonathan Bailey. Yes. Head some, on the, yes, the chest. Hair petting is hair happening. Hair petting. Look at that. Love, love that. Gays can love. Go gays. <laughs> uh, Only Murders, which I mentioned earlier, has been renewed officially for season four on Hulu. And I will say, not no spoilers, but the end at the end of every season of the show, the next murder kind of happens. Okay. And... I will say there was a moment, which like logically, obviously this wouldn't happen. There was a moment where I thought 
spoiler alert if you really want to be not spoiled at all. I thought it could have been one of our main three people that was murdered. Oh. And I was very scared. But that's exciting. Uh, yes, but I, I, I don't, I, it doesn't seem like that's what happened. Okay. I mean, don't um, give the writers any idea. If, I, if the, the following season that idea happens, you better sue. I will sue. Because they are probably watching I'm sure two no game one's mats. ever said that. <laughs> so, yes, I will sue them. And they're clearly two game mats fans. And more news as far as breakups go. Very sadly, Jody Turner Smith has filed divorce from Joshua Jackson after four years. I don't know much about them except that they were a beautiful couple and they seem to really love each other. I felt like I only saw public displays of affection for them. Mm. This really is the year of breakups I know and they were a really like cool couple because they were so random yes they they (laughs) literally random couple made no sense but they looked so beautiful together and seemed to love each other so much it's like how did y'all meet like you know I I don't know but also like I was I have always loved Joshua Jackson like I've always loved Joshua Jackson you always preferred him to James Vanderbeek I mean like they're both seem like lovely (laughs) men but like Josh I was like oh no I feel a connection Mm, with this one right lord I didn't watch Dawson's Creek I didn't either but like so I mean now that he's you know on uh, on, on the, the market, market again yes um, you want to become Mrs. Joshua Jackson yeah All and right. then does that mean I have to like feud with Jody though I don't want to she seems nice she seems cooler than you I'm sorry what the fuck <laughs> I just I think if if you're gonna be in a feud with her, I might take her side. That's all I'm saying. What the fuck? I think we could be like like sister wives sure. that like get along well. That's, like, yeah, like, that's we're not, cool that's together. Not a feud. If you yeah. don't feud, I'll I'll be on your team. Okay, thank <laughs> you. I guess you'll be on both of our teams. Yeah, exactly. So you'll there's no situation where you would be on just my team. If you were going against someone like Eminem, I would be on your team. Okay, well I don't think he's gonna marry Eminem and then divorce Eminem and then you never know. That's true. You never know. Can't count. What if that's chicken. the reason why they're getting divorced? Is because he wants to actually marry it. He's having an affair with Eminem. I mean, then I, I that would unfortunately make me like Eminem more than I do, and so I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> if he was gay, I would be like, oh well, maybe that's what all of his, his f bombs were about. But no, I don't see that happening. So I can continue hating this man with my whole heart. And you know when that news will drop? When? Literally tomorrow. Uh, you know, and if it does, we'll talk to you on like the fifteenth or whatever <laughs> when I get back because we're still not talking about it. Um, the Real Housewives of Beverly. Hills season 13 trailer came back came out and it is so much about Kyla Mauricio where I'm like a little confused because I feel like they shot most of the season uh, before the announcement came out that they were being that they were separated and before all the Morgan Wade rumors came out but Morgan Wade's in some shots like she clearly filmed for the show uh, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of discussion around that breakdown of their relationship. Also, you're seeing a lot of people from the past of Housewives. You see Kim Richards pops in, Denise Richards pops in, and ca- calls Erica Jane a very evil woman because Erica Jane um, confronts her about like selling nudes on OnlyFans. It's gonna be a great season. How <laughs> Long does that make story. her an evil woman? Um, well, because Den- uh, Erica's like, oh, so you're selling nudes oh, now? Oh, the evil woman is the one who's like, exactly. call- oh, okay, calling gotcha. out Denise, and Denise, who I love, is like. You're one evil woman. And Eric goes, I am. <laughs> and you I know, I was it. like, she sucks. But that was good. That was a good comeback. <laughs> that was a good comeback. Um, did you see that uh, Victoria Beckham video? <laughs> I have never loved anything more. Like, so <gasps> fucking funny. Okay, so th- apparently they put out a documentary on Netflix, and the clip from it is going quite viral today. It's essentially. Um, Victoria talking about how she came from a very working class family. She, you know, didn't grow up with a lot. Very working class. And David just comes in on the side door as like, be honest. Just be honest. <laughs> and she's like, what? I was working class. Be honest. What What car did your dad drive? And she's like, I mean, th- that's not the whole story. She's like, no, no, no. Be honest. What did your, car did your dad drive? And she's like, 
My dad had a Rolls, Rolls Royce, was it? Or I think was she it said a, Bentley. A ben- or it was something. Or she said Rolls Royce, and she's like, "But it's not like it was a but, Bentley right, or like vice versa." But I don't know which car is more expensive. I think it was Rolls Royce. She said, and he was like, "Thanks so much," and just like closed the door. And I was like, "You know what? That's a man who's a good person to be married." Oh to. Oh my god, <laughs> they are like, the best couple they are. on you, the planet. Because don't we all need someone to call us out on our shit? Yes. When we're like truly talking out of our ass, someone needs to be there and be like, "Hey, idiot!" <laughs> and literally, like. There is no one funnier I can think of right now Hello. than Victoria Beckham. She's so funny. She fun. is so funny. And, and she's always been funny. Yes. And the thing is, like, all the Spice Girls, whenever they would be interviewed when they were together, they, you know, th- when they first came out, the big personalities were, like, Mel B and, like, Jerry. They were mm. the loudest. And, like, Mel C was doing the flips. And, like, right. Emma was the cute one. And it was kind of, like, like <laughs> as a, you know, a kid yeah. looking at, like, the pictures, it's, like, it took a while to be, like, Oh, I can't. I don't know what to make of this other one that wears right. all black, you know, and like doesn't smile right. and is real quiet and everything. And in interviews, they would always be like, "Oh, Victoria's the funny one. Like Victoria's absolutely the funniest out of all." Right. Of us. And as a kid, I'm just like, "But she seems like the one that has like the least amount of personality." Right. But then you see the interviews like in uh, years right. past, and as she continues her legacy, and it's just like, "Oh, she is." One of the funniest people I can think of. I mean, like her she, 73 questions. Unbelievable. <laughs> and she had a reality show for a period of time. Did she? And it's, I went down a rabbit hole of like looking at clips from the reality show. She is so funny. It's like from 2007 or 2008 or something yeah. when she had like the the real short in the back and a little long in the front. Oh, but very like, Rihanna. Her, very, a little, I'm not going to say Kate Gosselin, but like, <laughs> but like, you know how like girls were doing like, it's just like they would have a bob and it was real short in the back. Yeah. It was a little like <laughs> that, that and it was okay. blonde. Um, it looked great, but, um, <laughs> but she's so funny. There's a scene where she's like taking her driver's test at like the DMV and Queen. she's like whispering to her assistant who's like 10 feet away. She's like, Hey, um, like asking questions. <laughs> and the guy at the DMV is just like, it's just like, you can't cheat on your test. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not cheating. I'm not doing anything. Iconic. She's so great. Well, justice for Victoria Beckham. Cause she's amazing. I can't and wait I to watch her. that documentary. I, I mean, Will I watch the whole thing? Probably not. But I'll watch that clip a lot. A lot more times because it's so fucking funny. Um, Some people in the audience that are younger than us probably care about this. And so I want to send condolences out to any iCarly reboot stands because that has been canceled after three seasons at Paramount+. Plus. I feel like post-writer strike we're getting a lot of like cancellation confirmations. Like these things are probably happening already. But with the writer strike happening, it probably wasn't the time to be like, oh, also this thing got canceled. So now that it's over, I feel like we're getting a lot of it. And apparently the last episode of the last season that aired ended on like a big cliffhanger where like I didn't know this but apparently Miranda Cosgrove didn't like know who her mom was throughout the whole show and apparently throughout the show like the mom was never mentioned like it was never like where's your mom Carly Uh, it was just never mentioned and I saw the clip of like the final moment did you Yeah. what happened she's at like some sort of wedding she looks like she's wearing like a bridesmaid's dress and she just like turns and she just goes Mom, <laughs> and I assume they don't show. The I mom. I don't think so. And, and so now that, people will never know. Now people will never know. That's so sad. What a way to go out. Leave them out. Mean, like like uh, leave them one more. Leave them furious. <laughs> leave them furious. That's, that's the thing to do with your that's, audience. That's how you do it in entertainment. You want to leave people as angry as possible. Um, I just want to say, Sufjan Stevens has released a new album, and he came out in his post about the album because it is a memorial. Album and the post was a memorial to his deceased partner. Uh, he says, Javelin is out today. Thank you for listening. I love you. The album is dedicated to the light of my life, my beloved partner and best friend Evans Richardson, who passed away in April. He was an absolute gem of a person full of life, love, laughter, curiosity, integrity, and joy. He was one of those rare and beautiful ones you find only once in a lifetime, precious, impeccable, and absolutely exceptional in every way. And it's just, I. 
am not someone who's going to be like, I'm the biggest Sufjan Stevens fan, but my friend Justin has always loved him. And I'm, I've always, I think I asked him someone, I was like, is this man gay? And he's like, you know, I don't know. Like, he doesn't really talk about his sexuality. So this is his mm. first time ever talking about his sexuality. And it's a tribute to his late husband. It just like broke my heart a bit. Yeah. And so to anyone who, you know, knew um, Evans Richardson and to, you know, Sufjan himself. We send a lot of love. It just is heartbreaking and it's a beautiful tribute, you know, and I'm sure the album is beautiful. Maybe I'll give it a listen. But just seeing that post really, like, was very moving and very sad. Yeah, I don't know much about Sufjan Stevens' music either, aside from, like, the Call Me By Your Name songs, which are absolutely gorgeous. And so I have no doubt that this album is beautiful and devastating. Right. And and I'm curious to hear it. I know. I mean, seems like a a beautiful person that he had. and. And so hearts go out to everyone. Absolutely. Matt Steele. Yes. Do you have any more news for idiots? There's no news at all. All right. Great. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then be back with more 2 Game Matt's the podcast. Guys, we're back. We're back. It's true. I know. We didn't really take a break. <laughs> we took we, a little bit of one. Usually when we're doing this live, we ch- chat with the people more. Yes. We're like, hey, tell us how we did. But, how can we improve? But what did Tiffany say? think we're alone now we are <laughs> i feel like sir sharon and in little women how i go through the whole thing where it's just like you know i'm having fun i'm podcasting and i'm with my friends and everything yeah. and then at the end of it i just go but i'm so lonely <laughs> it's so lonely without all of your little voices popping up on our computer screens yes but hopefully we're in your ears one way or another which we appreciate and if you are listening to us or watching us on youtube right now thank you so much and please if you could do us a favor do us a solid run to apple podcasts or spotify and give us a five star rating and or review we do only accept five stars but if you could just tell the people that you enjoy us because we want to make sure that this podcast reaches as many ears as possible and if you really do like us go to patreon.com slash two gay mats where you can join the discord and basically chat with us all the live long day or uh, get extra bonus videos and content from us pretty consistently I've got to say I think since we revamped the Patreon back in June we have like 35, 36 exclusive videos or early access videos things up already so we, we do a lot of shit for Patreon which we, we did not used to do so yeah. it's a lot of fun over there and you can chat with us on the Discord and meet a bunch of new friends you just haven't met yet yeah and the Patreon shit's like really fun it is because it's like a little lower pressure exactly it and doesn't can, have to be perfect we can be as honest as we want to be I know well I mean mm-hmm. we're relatively honest. We are pretty honest. It's true. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Matt Steele. Yes. What part of the episode is this? We are on Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at 2 at gmail.com. Two is spelled T-W-O. So we got one email this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a doozy. Okay. So this uh, is entitled uh, Margarita Monday. Mm-hmm. and says, hello, okay. 2 Game Mats. I am a silent Kathy of one year and shout out to the straight Kathys. Whoop, whoop. You're called Jamie's, by the way. Thank <laughs> you for listening. <laughs> anyway, my wife does a Margarita Monday with her friends every week and it's a thing. Yesterday, one of her friends brought her son over, seven years old, I think. Mm. All the girls are having a good time and shit and I walked over to our bedroom to take my medicine and this little shit is elbow deep in my wife's purse. I did scare him a little bit. I did curse at him a bit. And I understand he is a kid, but it was just very violating. I said nothing about the incident, but the problem is now he goes back today and tells his mom I was mean to him and scared him and all this shit. And now my wife and her friend got into a huge disagreement. I guess my question is, do you think there's anything I can do to defuse this situation? And to that I ask, you mean you can do now? (laughs) Probably not. But, (laughs) you know... 
Jamie, you, I feel like, and you know, we are childless folk. So, you know, maybe as a parent or as a person, we, I, does, did he say if he had children? I don't know. That. I don't know. Um, but my point of view is generally, I am not here to discipline anybody else's children. Like, and I understand he was violating your wife. He was within, you know, he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing. But that's when you just are like, oh, hello, sir. Like, put that down. Let me walk you to your parent. I will tell them what you did in front of them and they will deal with you. Like that would be my go-to because it's like, oh, I am not. I, the reason I don't have kids is because I don't want to discipline anyone. And mm-hmm. like, until I do, you can do all the disciplining. I can give you all of the information and stay out of it because I'm not going to also be like beefing with a seven-year-old. Like <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> I see. I yell at kids all day. <laughs> oh, uh, <God. laughs> No, but like at work, like I feel like I'm just, you know, my little 20 year old coworker. Oh, those are I'm not just, I'm just seven year olds. I mean, I would, the I feel like the furthest I would go in this, like if I came in that situation is I would tell the seven year old, like that is wrong. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, exactly. And then I would uh, tell the parent, I unfortunately would snitch on the kid. Oh, absolutely. You must. <laughs> you, know, you know, and the kid might get mad, but it's like, hey, I'm the adult. How mad can right. you get, sir? And you are objectively wrong. <laughs> and then I would like let the parent deal with it. Absolutely. As far as like if there's anything you can do to def- I, I would say like maybe you shouldn't have cursed at him. Should maybe, not have I, think, him. I think that's maybe that's, that's where you made a mistake. And also, you should have probably after that happened, knowing that you went a little far with it, given your wife a fucking heads up. Be like. Hey Look, girl, girl, I did something. It was bad. <laughs> You've got to tell, like, talk to like his mother quickly. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, if the first your wife is hearing about this is from the friend, like That's you're rough. kind of caught unawares, off sure. guard, and like you're putting her in a shitty situation. So you should sure. have given her a heads up if you did have to curse at the child, which you shouldn't have done that either. But but as far as like how do you defuse the situation, you literally tell just tell your wife's friend, like, my wife has nothing to do with yes. this. Like do not get mad at her. Like this is all me. I'm not call it. I can tell you what your kid did. Yes. And you can do whatever you need to do right. to tell your kid and, he's okay. And I'm apologizing for yelling. I shouldn't have done that. I should yeah. have just brought this to you. Apologize to her. Get your wife out of it. Because yeah, she's probably yeah. in the fight defending you sure and you don't she doesn't need to defend you because you're an adult and you can like take responsibility for your actions and it seems like you're already saying like the way I handled it wasn't perfect and you can just be like hey I didn't handle this well I don't want this to interfere in your relationship with my wife like she loves you and like I was the one who did this and your kid did something wrong but maybe I didn't handle it well either and I apologize for my part in that yeah yeah just be like my wife has nothing to do with this she's an angel she's perfect I love her yes Yes. queen your wife is a, a god Absolutely, sir. So, yeah, I think it's an easily diffusable situation, unless like it's gone so far deep that they're just screaming at each other for various different (laughs) reasons now. Like they brought other crap up. We hope not. We hope not. Yes, it'll be fine. It will. It will totally be fine. So should we do our two gay minutes? Do you have a two gay minutes? Kind of, but it won't be two minutes. I I always am like, because there's just not a lot of crazy housewife shit happening right now. Um. But kind of. But you can go first. Do you want to go first? Sure. Oh, of course. All right, guys. This is Two Gay Minutes. This is the section of the (laughs) podcast where one of us rambles on about something that the other Matt doesn't give a shit about for two minutes. (laughs) The other Matt gets their timer ready, and you cannot go over two minutes, even though sometimes we do. One of us writes them before, and one of us does not. Yes, because one of them likes one of us likes to be prepared, <laughs> and one of us is very bad off the cuff well, at telling stories. You could do this. I believe you've gotten so much better, and you need to give yourself some credit with all the intricate details of like an entire week's worth of Big Brother. Do like, you have to give every detail though? Yeah. 
Well, the thing is, I, I don't give every detail. Uh-huh. But, like, if I were to not have it scripted out, I would give way more details than I should. Because, mm. you know, I get sidetracked. Okay. You know me. The I people do. know. The Cathy's know. Are you ready? Yeah, so this is about Big Brother. <gasps> FYI. Every time you scroll, I'm, I'm shocked. All right, three, two, one, let's go. At, like, three in the morning, the night before the veto meeting, Jag finally convinced Cam to not do it and have the target remain Felicia. Boo, boring. But props to Jag for being able to successfully convince him to not backdoor Corey. At the veto meeting, Felicia calls out Corey and America for being snakes and approaching her and Mimi for a bogus Final Four deal. America proceeded to yell at Felicia and call her a liar, even though America knew damn well she was the person lying. We love acting. Corey, being no fun, tries to suggest, hey, Felicia, maybe you and me and America should take this conversation to the pool table for some privacy. And Felicia goes, I don't play pool. Despite the fight, Corey and America really want Felicia to stay for a dumb reason. Matt and Jag also kind of want Felicia to stay for a smart reason. Jag and Matt come up with a needlessly complex, convoluted plan to evict Mimi and blame it on Corey. I won't get into it, but while Cam and fucking Bowie Jane agree to the plan, plan, even fucking Bowie Jane admits this is overplaying. Mimi gets word she's getting evicted and tries her best to sway some people, but considering it was almost day 70 and this is just now her first day of actually trying to use the information she had uh, to garner trust and good relationships with people, it didn't work. She was evicted, but then she refused to hug Corey and America and called them and randomly and incorrectly fucking Bowie Jane out for conspiring against everyone. We had a quiz HOH competition that came down to Felicia and fucking Bowie Jane at a tiebreaker. The question was how many minutes was Jared in the house as a zombie. So basically, how many minutes are in a week? Bowie misunderstood the question and wrote down an iconic 27. <laughs> Felicia also <laughs> misunderstood the question, thinking Julie was asking for seconds, so she wrote down 49,000. Because Felicia went over the new HOH, because Felicia went over, the new HOH is none other than fucking Bowie Jane. I watched this episode at 3 a.m. and screamed in my living room. Everyone in the house is thinking they can sway Bowie to do what they want, and she is just seconds. like, no. Bowie is, an ama- is in an amazing position, working closely with all the big threats. She's working one-on-one with Cam and Jag and Matt, and a little with Corey and America, so she's not betraying any of them and she's going to go after Suri or maybe Blue so the big powerhouse players can stay going after each other. It's such an Andy Heron move and you know I fucking love Andy Heron. He's also my friend. Good for my girl fucking Bowie Jane who's been underappreciated by everyone in the house except for Cam all season and even though she doesn't have the votes to do it the fact that she of all people is the person to finally go after Suri is poetry. Fucking Bowie Jane now. Fucking Bowie Jane always. Do you think she's going to win? No. But Bowie Jane is getting her redemption arc here. She's proving herself to be a formidable person in the house. She's finally doing it. And everyone's kind of just like, watch after like jury, the jury phase Mm. happens. Bowie Jane like comes out of the woodwork and starts like doing some real shit. She fucking is. I'm so proud. Okay. That's great. Yeah. So it's, yeah, the season's continuing to be fun and good and entertaining. That's good. Yeah. All right. All right. Give me your two gay 30 seconds. I mean, the only two things I can say is uh, on the, this week's Real Housewives of Orange County reunion. I have never been pro Gina. Gina is the person who lives in a casita. I've always felt is just not, you know, it's it's an aspirational show, and she feels like someone we would know, and like also isn't terribly interesting. And I'm like, you should not be on the show. And this is the first time that I've ever been like, Gina, you did everything right. Like, because what the way that Shannon came after Gina in the season and said, if it wasn't for me, your kids would be taken away by CPS was so fucking wrong. And Shannon should have come in with her tail between her legs and be like, I should said that. And I didn't remember saying it. I'm so incredibly sorry. And she refused to do so. Uh, and then Gina was like, you name, like say my fucking kids names. What are my kids names? If you think they're getting taken away by CPS, I've known you for six years. What are their names? And she's like, I mean, of course I'm blanking right now. It's like, Shannon, you just apologize. Just fucking apologize. And you couldn't do it. Separately, uh, my computer <laughs> upgraded to uh, 
the new OS Sonoma. And my favorite feature, of course, is the fact that the um, wallpapers and the screensavers are essentially like the same way they do it on Apple TV, where they have like 4K tracking shots of like, oh, LA downtown, or like, here's some great ocean footage. And like, it's really beautiful, but. Whenever you even look at one, it downloads like a 30 to 45 second 4K video file onto your computer. So it takes up like 600 megabytes to a gig of space every time you download one of these screensavers. That There are like 60 of them that you can just like look at and preview and it's downloading a gig of something onto your computer wild it's just like i can't believe that is the way that we're doing things even as beautiful as these wall uh, screensavers are the space and the way that it's used is just out of control so you basically have to pick one beautiful one that you want and just use that and i wish i could use them all all right well first of all that is a scam <laughs> and second of all you just scammed me because you just started and i couldn't even run a timer oh. and i think that was over two minutes oh well, i thought you were timing <laughs> no oh that's i sucks. didn't say well, one two three go i did great I uh, guys, who, someone time that and see, I, why make sure that was two minutes. Why did you push the timer as I was taught? Like well, we always started. Let me push the because timer. Because I figured because you were like, oh, I don't really have one. It's going to be short. So yeah. I figured it's like, oh, he'll stop soon. Well, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped eventually, guys. So Matt Palmer's a cheater. And uh, did your okay. computer upgrade to Sonoma yet? No. Okay. Well, when it does, watch out for those screens. They're beautiful, but just. Pick one. Wait, so you like have to, how, when does it download? It downloads when you, when you preview them in your settings. Oh, I, like, I'll never do that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll preview it's my It's nice. Screens. You don't want to see all of the like overshots of like beautiful nature and things. It's And like, do so you see whales and dolphins flying around? It's nice. I've truly never given a fuck about a screensaver. And then it's cool because they have it. So now the wallpaper is the screensaver. And so when you like wake your computer up, the screensaver just like slows down in motion and becomes still. Ooh. And that's the wallpaper. Yeah, this is two game minutes because I really don't give a shit about it's any of cool. this. It's cool. Sure. All our Mac people out there, it's cool, but just watch out for your space. All right. Don't preview your settings or oh whatever. Oh, my God. Matt Steele. I wouldn't even know how to do that. I can show you. No, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> Matt Steele. Yes. What's been giving you moments, darling? Okay. So this week was my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Matt Steele. I know. And so for years, you know, he has been begging me, Matthew. Matthew, for a decade, we've been doing this two game match shit. And you know what I want? I want character videos. <laughs> I want you to make stupid character TikToks, you doing all these different stupid things as different characters and everything. Yeah. And I've always been like, it's so much work. It's so much work because it is. Yes. And you have to like do that stuff on TikTok now, which is impossible. The way, I mean, you go. TikTok is an impossible app. To do anything in. How people edit in TikTok, I'll never know. I, I want to I pull my hair out every time I've ever done anything on TikTok. Um, and so I was like, you know what? For his birthday, because Lauren, I don't know what to get him for his birthday. Right. You know, does he need more stuff? No. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him a character video. Love it. Yes. And so I made it and I was like, this is okay. This is whatever. Um, I'll send it to him and he'll be like, oh, yeah. This is th thanks <laughs> for the <laughs> birthday present and everything. And my brother is very critical about everything. <laughs> That's true. Like if something is not great, my brother will be like, this wasn't great. He'll tell you. Do better and everything. <laughs> and so I was not expecting on his birthday him to be like, um, that video was hysterical and I need you to make more. Wow. And I was just like, and first of all, I was just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> But then I was like, you know what? I, this like makes me feel good yes. because I'm like, okay, like 
it, like even if I put out something that I'm like this isn't my best like right. it can still be good yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. relatively good and so I'm kind of just like okay like so I shouldn't be as hesitant as I've been to like put out literally like anything right <laughs> you know so are you gonna do more I uh, yeah okay yeah it won't be like an everyday thing like I was doing with the doomsday no. guys making a video every single day for an entire year but it just goes because I was like uh when I you know made this thing I was just like oh like I don't know I, I it's so like random. Like I was just my as my character reviewing like different iconic celebrity looks right. and everything, and I was like, oh, this idea is so whatever." No, it's cute. And blah blah blah, and, and everything. But th- my brother was like, "It was good," so I'm like, "Okay, I guess like I should go forward with this stuff with more confidence." Be like, you know Holy. what? Just put anything out there, and truly, and, you know, I it mean, won't it won't all be great, but it will at least be decent <laughs> you know? I love that so I should do should always aim for decent yes always <laughs> always aim, for, aim decent. for decent guys. I love that that's yeah. a great story yeah sure yes. so I'm, fe- I'm like feeling good about like doing more stuff consistently great yeah I, I'm looking forward to seeing those thank you you're welcome you're not gonna watch all of them get out of here I'll watch some <laughs> I like the Jersey Christmas one sure <laughs> that one's fun thank you <laughs> you're welcome Matt Palmer yes. what's been giving you moments this so week so I mentioned getting in the tub a lot and mm-hmm. watching a show from the past and I've gotta say Will and Grace <laughs> I mean holds up so fucking well it is adorable it is amazing and the added layer of knowing that Megan Mullally and Deborah Messing fucking hate each other now <laughs> it's like there's no way to watch it and be like do you, and I'm like did, did they hate each other then they were in so many scenes just the two of them and I realized it was during the reboot that the real fallout happened but I assume that there had probably been tensions all along but with, even outside of that it's just cool to watch the fact that this is coming out in the 90s this is the late 90s and there is a there are characters that are so out and proud and openly gay like you kind of it's it feels like it's always been around that you kind of take for granted the doors that it really knocked down and the fact that these were such full you know three-dimensional characters and people living an out gay life in New York and Sean Hayes I mean Sean Hayes the like the greatest person to walk the face of the planet in like, my opinion. That is comedy like we don't see oh, today. Oh, like that completely. is the way he every time he and it's like he was like the gay Kramer of the show because every mm-hmm. time he entered that apartment, he had to do something insane or like be doing a cheer or be doing a backflip into the scene. It's like he has limitless energy and bounce. He's bouncing off the walls and in no way to me, I realize that he's being played for laughs. It's like oh, he's supposed to be like annoying and like. The, he doesn't know. It's just like, I, I feel like he's a Marvel. Like, he's just yeah. so brilliant in that role. Eric McCormick is great as well. Megan Mullally, Deborah Messing. Of course, the whole cast is unbelievable. The performances are unbelievable. In so unbelievable. Yeah. I'm so excited to, because I feel like I've started Will and Grace a couple of times, and I feel like I'm this time I'm going to go through it. I'm going to watch the whole entire series, at least the first one. No. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't need the reboot. Maybe I'll watch a couple of the reboots. Well, the reboot was really, really funny, but it's so recent. It's so, so like, recent. The nostalgia isn't yes. there yet. Exactly. That. So, I also must say that there's an episode in season one that I could not believe how many times Will said the word. You know, if you're sensitive, close your ears. Fag. On <laughs> national on television. television. Network. And I was like, you could just say that? You can't say that now. No. And he said it like it was once in a scene that I was like, because oh, it was like, he was like, I'm so annoyed that Jack is at my gym now because he acts like such a fag. And like, he, and Deborah Messing's like, wow, that's pretty harsh, blah, blah, blah. And then they pan to Jack and he overheard him, blah, blah, blah. And then in 
following scenes, like Jack to make fun of hearing that he said that, says the word like 12 times in a scene. And I'm just like, whoa, this was a different time, a different world. But it was cool because the whole the, the message of that episode specifically, because Will obviously has hangups about being gay and like wants to appear as like professional and like doesn't wear his sexuality on the sleeve. It's a lot of like assimilation bullshit that like we don't really subscribe to these days. Uh, and the fact, but the message of it was like, you must fucking hate yourself. And Jack is just representative of all the things you hate, which is like, you know, a tough lesson to learn in like episode 11 of season one. But it was true. <laughs> it was true. And it was well done. I think obviously there are issues. I feel like uh, you watch shows at that era and I'm like, wow, there's so many fat phobic jokes throughout sure. this thing. It's just wild that that was like what we were doing at the time. But I'll, I'll chalk that up to time. But as far as like, the, I understand when people are talking about like Will and Grace having a hand in getting gay marriage passed one day because oh people God. really <clears throat> felt like they know knew these characters. I feel like on top of you know real world San Francisco with Pedro and his story, like as much as like having characters that people like. I bet even in nineteen ninety eight, if it was a bunch of Jacks, even as much as I would have fucking loved it, it probably wouldn't have like helped the cause as much because people wanted a will, someone that they really could like hold on to and see themselves in and didn't feel so foreign. And you needed like Pedro in like a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. who was like, you know, really going through something to really connect to. So I understand there are pluses and minuses of that. Um, but you just cannot discount the importance of Will and Grace and the fact that it's so fucking funny, even if there are problematic moments, especially with the fat phobia. And the fact that, like, I believe after season one, I have seen one black person. <laughs> I, have sure. seen, I believe, like, there was one person of color in the whole show. There, so it's not perfect. But, man, it is yeah. a joy to watch. And for something that was made almost 30 years ago. I can't now. handle that. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but, no, but that, that's with any TV show. Like the TV shows that are on TV now, 30 years from now, right. we're going to be looking back and be like, oh, I can't believe we I did know. that. You know, that's just how everything works, guys. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I can't say enough amazing Ooh. things about Will and Grace and the fact that there was a period of time where um, there, like within like the gay community, people were just like, oh, Will and Grace is such a horrible representation of us. Oh, and it's come just like, on. Shut, Shut the fuck up. Like there was a period of time where like people were blaming Jack for all like the problems (gasps) like the ills of like the gay world and everything it's like are you out of your mind like here's a person who is so unabashedly like himself yes and like living so proud and the fact that there were like people who like had such like internalized homophobia that they couldn't bear to watch someone who was a a little energetic on screen right um uh, is just was just such an annoying period of time when people would complain about that kind of stuff and and I mean like I look at a character like Jack and I'm like the, that's the character like I saw myself yes. in that character yes so I how mean, dare you talk shit about that in character in watching it I was like Matt Steele would have been great Oh, As you. Jack, you would have been a great Jack. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it's uh, true. You know, I was, I was just, I was just born way too late. And know? maybe I could be the Will since I'm so mass. Oh my God, we need yeah. to bring back Will and Grace. Done. But it's you and me. Uh, done. And then also like looking back as like an adult gay guy, like looking back at the character of Grace, and it's like, oh, she's so real. She's very, she is the most realistic real. character <laughs> I've ever seen on television. Right. It's like we all, like all of our girlfriends are her. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, all, absolutely. Everything. And I also remember a time, and I don't remember people. hating hating Jack as much, but I, you know, maybe wasn't in the same circles as you were with the actors and things. But I remember growing up and like the gay people I knew being like, oh, isn't Karen amazing? And Karen is amazing. And that's not, but the fact that it's so much easier for these gay people to see themselves in an outsized version of a woman Mm -hmm. than like an overly, you know, energetic feminine gay man. It's just like, 
It's all internalized yeah, it's like, No, baby, you're Jack. It's like, babe, you're <laughs> Jack. Like, babe, you're Jack. Like, and I realize you want to be Karen. You're Jack. But it's like, we should be so lucky to I be know. fucking Jack. To be as you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it just is a joy to rewatch. It's a show that like I remember, like because I watched it like you watch like WB would have old episodes airing. It was mm-hmm. in syndication on channels that I would watch. So I've seen it probably all before, but like I haven't watched it like really tried to watch it in a long time. And I'm like, I am loving just like hanging out with these people in I know. this world. It's just lovely. And and yeah, you I just like relate to it so much, especially now that I am that age that they were. And the great thing about They're it. They're younger was, than us. Uh, oh. At the beginning. Sorry. I just, it's true. Oh, well, that, well, that, thank you for tuning into two game apps. That's the end of the episode. Um, I'm going to go and drown myself in that hot tub I just that I was in it. yesterday. Not a bunch. Not a bit. Like they just had an episode of Jack turning 30 and that oh. being a big deal. <laughs> and they have that big, nice apartment I can, I in New York. I can't I handle know. it. Anyway, what I was going to say yeah, <laughs> was the, like, I feel like before then all the gay characters you saw were like so tragic. Yes. Like there yes. was a tragedy to all of them. And yes. it's just like, no, these are just like gay characters who are, Fucking fun. And just guess what? We're fucking fun. We're fucking fun. fun. And we get to live. And like, I will say some of us are not white, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Maybe when they do the, you know, the next reboot and they can, and we, we get cast. Oh my God. <sighs> Who would be okay. And well, I mean, Janie is definitely Grace. <laughs> <laughs> She, I don't know if she's going to like that. <laughs> Why not? Grace is I an mean, icon. Grace is an icon, but I feel like a Janie lot would of, act the shit out of she that She would role. act the shit out of it. She'd be brilliant. Absolutely she would. But who's Karen? I don't know. Who among like who, who among like our friend group is a Karen? I don't know that I know a Karen. Oh God, we have to find. We got to find a Karen. So if you're a Karen out there, oh no 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 no, my friend Alicia, she is outsized. <laughs> she is guys, we quite have the perfect diva. reboot for wow, Will and Grace. That's a cast. That I write. That's really a cast. Oh, I'm like I'm gonna pitch this uh, shit. Like get I'm, out of here. Do I have to learn to act? <laughs> Damn man, it's easy. Get out of here. You'll be fine. Okay, so I mean, I've just been squawking on about a show that came out in 1997 or 98, but is there anything else you'd like to tell the people before we say goodbye for the week? I don't think so, guys. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Even yes. if it wasn't live, it was. It still felt like you were here. You were in our hearts. Absolutely, you were. Thank you so much for listening or watching. We'll be back soon with more 2 Game Ads, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.